Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, my name is Adam Sandler, and welcome to So 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 Sandler's, the Sandman Movie Podcast. A gabagoo. Welcome to So 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 Sandlerus, the Sandman movie podcast, a podcast where we discuss the movies of famed car thief Adam Sandler. My name is Kerry Jones, and as always, I I am not joined by my dearest friend Matt Wolfstenholm, as his computer is fucked, and I'm currently on a four-hour-long journey driving across country darling friend I won't say any names um, but yeah, a bit of a different one today it's me on my own as I'm driving um, laptop's away so I can't see the screen and my mic is in um, the cup holder so so it's all pretty safe it's a bit different, but it is what it is. We can't uh, can't really do much else because we're both busy up until Wednesday, and obviously couldn't do anything about it over the weekend till this morning. Um, but yeah, this week's uh, movie is a movie called a Bulletproof. Trust is a very important commodity in business. I used to call my trustest guy with my life. Screw that. They were partners. Uh-oh, we got company. Smooth and easy. Friends. Everything we do, we split down the middle, right? Of course we do, we're partners. But every friendship... You're the only guy I've ever trusted in my entire life. ...hits the occasional bump in the road. You're under arrest. You better be messing around right You now. have the right to remain silent. How can you do this You have the right to remain silent. This cost me millions of dollars. Millions, I'm very, very mad. For Detective Jack Keats. There he is. Not even a bullet in the head could stop him. The last man he wants to see. Have you been drinking, sir? I had about a half beer, but the dog had a lot. Is the one witness he needs to protect. 
He knows my operation from top to bottom. It's up to you to bring him in, Keats. You sneeze. If I even smell your breath, I will shoot you dead. How about if I chew loud? Now they don't know who to trust. Grab the wheel! Oh my god, a guy looks like a tumbleweed! And they're on the run. I got one option for us, and it's not very good. Okay, well, what is it? Crash landing, man. Okay, I'll be in the back sitting on the black box. From both sides of the law. You don't trust us all of a sudden? I don't trust anybody, Whoopi. Get I gotta learn how to fight. This is pathetic. Damon Wayans. Don't mind him. It's simple. Adam Sandler. Bet you're glad you gave me that gun. Bulletproof. my bodyguard you know that so uh, I, I believe uh, bulletproof is a 1996 movie i think it's 1996 yeah it's 1996 and it uh, stars adam sandler damon wayans and oscar nominee james khan from uh, from elf and the godfather bunch of other stuff and uh, very famous very good actor and it's a shame that he was uh, stuck stuck in this shit um, yeah Damon Wayne Jr uh, no sorry uh, Damon Wayne Wayne Sr he is uh, part of the Wayne's family with his brothers uh, Marlon and Marvin and Kevin Ivory Williams and his son is Damon Wayne Jr they're they're pretty famous for like the Wayans family TV show and scary movies and his son was coaching New Girl and was in Happy Endings and Brooklyn Nine Nine and whatnot. But yeah, it's a it's a pretty packed uh, cast. I I've got no notes here, so I'm just going off uh, what I can remember. This movie though is uh, pretty pretty piss poor. I think it had like a 9% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and like below 50 when it came to audience ratings as well so nobody really liked this movie. I think it was like a 46 out of 100 from audience. I did find reviews and stuff but everything was the same. It was like this movie is completely underrated or this movie is a piece of dog shit and there's not really much in between. I'm on the, uh, this movie was a piece of dog shit, um, side of the spectrum because this movie was a piece of dog shit. It was fucking awful. It wasn't funny. The action was shit. And, yeah, it just, uh, just kind of sucked. So, uh, the movie's about Adam Sandler. His character's called Moses. He's, uh, a crook, a drug mule, likes to steal cars. His be- best mate's Keats, played by uh, Damon Wayans. But it turns out that Keats is uh, an undercover cop called uh, Jack Carter. And um, yeah, so he gets uh, he gets uh, found out in a drug deal, and then the story is about 
about, um, I can't really fucking remember, movie, uh, it, it's about, uh, Kate's Damon Wayne's character, I guess, taking in Adam Sandler's character, and then it turns into, like, a buddy cop movie kind of thing, and just shenanigans happen. Ugh, fuck. So, yeah, like I said, this movie was all pretty piss poor. Uh, Jason Caro from the Radio Times gave this movie one out of uh, five stars. He said, uh, the performances are annoying, tasteless jokes are lame, and the violence is plain nasty. After a while, you can actually find yourself rooting for the bad guys. And the bad guys are James Khan's character, uh, and his name is... Sean Carter, his name is Wales. Um, I can't remember. Uh, his name is Frank Colton. is gonna fucking suck. Um, so yeah, let's just get into the plot of the movie. It was very well received, I think we covered that. Uh, so the movie uh, opens up with uh, Damon Wayans and Adam Sandler's character trying to steal, well, stealing a Ferrari from a mansion. They successfully managed to steal this uh, F355, a lovely looking car by the way. And, um, then they eventually get chased by cops. So there's this uh, massive uh, car chase. And then, I guess, to deter the cops, Damon Wayans pulls into the cop station and asks a copper. Like, oh, the cop is like, oh, well, why, why are you driving so fast? Well, what are you doing? And uh, Damon Wayans is like, oh, I'm trying to get to Disneyland. My friend here, he loves Disneyland. And then Adam Sandler pretends that he has additional needs. He's like, I love Disneyland. But, and then the cop's like, oh, go down here, turn left, and right at the lights. Gives them directions to Disneyland. And then they drive off, and the next thing you know, we're in a bar, and, um, and Keats and Moses, they're playing pool. And then Moses goes up to flirt with this uh, woman sat at the bar. But this woman, she has a boyfriend, and the boyfriend is a big uh, biker guy. And uh, Moses, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Please don't hurt me, please don't hurt me. And then Keats, uh, Keats turns up to save Moses, and then Moses is like, ah, I'm not sorry, you motherfucker. Go fuck yourself, you fucking fuckface. I'm gonna fucking fuck fuck you, fuck you, motherfucker. And then, uh, biker guy's like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, yeah, fuck you, motherfucker, blah, 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 fuck, fuck, motherfucker. And then, um, Moses and Keats gets into a fight with the biker. This all happens within the first ten minutes. Honestly, this movie has zero plot. plot. Um, after this, um, Moses and Keats head, head out for a kebab, because that's, uh, what do you, you got to do after having a few beers? You go for a kebab. And then Moses tells Keats about this job that he's got and where he gets his money. And it turns out that he is basically a 
drug smuggler for James Khan character James Khan's character Frank Colton and then Keats is like oh I, I want to get in on this uh, do you think you can introduce me and Moses is like yeah yeah I'll introduce you so we, we uh, cut to uh, Frank Colton's uh, uh, his mansion and then Frank Colton's like uh, Moses do you trust this guy talk about Keats and Moses is like yeah I trust this guy with my life and Frank Colton was like, well, I don't. You need a surgeon. So uh, Moses is uh, Moses is like, oh, no, don't, don't make me search them. If this guy's an undercover cop, I'll suck your dick. And then um, I barely watched this movie. It was, it was rough. And then um, Moses, he uh, does search him. And it turns out that Keats is clean, and then because he's clean, Frank Colton trusts uh, trusts him to trust him to get get involved with the drug smuggling business. Then, um, oh, before this, um, Keats, after going out for a kebab, Keats gets arrested for trying to steal a car. And he gets taken into the police uh, precinct where we meet his captain, Captain Jensen, and other members of the staff. And then we find out that Keats is actually an undercover cop called Jack Carter. And this is very important to the story. But then, yeah, after uh, then, sorry, I'm just back and forth. And then after the mansion, we uh, go to. Oh, we're back in the police precinct, and uh, Keats uh, Carter is getting a wire put on him to record everything that's going down in this drug bust. Then we're in a warehouse, and um, where the drug bust is happening, we see the heroin, blah 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 blah, and um, and then the guy who's in the warehouse is like, I don't trust this guy. And then it's revealed. Then he rips over open uh, Keats's shirt, and there's a fucking wire. And we find out. Well, Moses finds out that he's an undercover cop, and he's basically stabbed him in the back. Um, this leads to a massive shootout happening. A bunch of people die. A bunch of cops come in because they were waiting outside. Um, people get yeah, people die. Workers die. Cops die. It's just a big bloodbath. And then crane operator dies and because the crane operator dies the crane is basically out of control and then the crane hits Moses in the back of in, in the back I think and this causes Moses to shoot Keats directly between the eyes through the brain and we think he kills him. Moses then does a runner but somehow Keats, he survives after getting shot in the head. And then his physiotherapist is Tracy and she helps him start walking again and then they slowly fall in love and pew pew and um yeah and then Keats is just back. He's back somehow. Then um Moses he has a dog which he picked up from uh, the drug bust. 
and then as he, he, he just starts drinking and then he gets arrested on the side of the road and the police would be like, uh, uh, have you been drinking? And Bose is like, uh, no, I just had one bottle of beer, officer. But the dog, he, he drunk alone. And then, uh, yeah, he gets arrested, taken into jail. And then it's discovered that Moses is in jail and he has all the information on Frank Colton. So Jensen, no, Jen, yeah, Jensen tells Keats, who's now Jack Carter, I think it's Jack Carter. Jensen tells Carter that he's got to help escort escort uh, Moses from jail to bring him back to the precinct to get information about Colton's work and the whole drug dealing uh, situation. So originally he's like, nah, I don't want to do that. Motherfucker shot me in the back of the head. Yeah, in the, in the head. He almost killed me. And then he finally gives in because a bunch of people call him a chicken, pretty much. So Carter goes to get um, Moses from jail. Then they go to an airstrip to jump on a plane to bring him back to wherever they are. I think they're in LA, and I think he was discovered in like New Mexico or something. And then um, yeah, so as they're jumping on the plane, there is a big ambush. Uh, because Carter's men have found out, no, Colton's men have found out that Moses has been escorted, so they want to kill him before he can give, uh, give away any information. So they show up uh, to, to the airfield, uh, they start shooting a bunch of uh, people, like coppers, they all go down, and um, Colton, no, Carter and Moses get to the plane, plane starts to take off and it is discovered as the plane takes off the pilot is shot and killed by Colton's men so as this is discovered um, the plane starts to do a nosedive and then Moses is like oh, I, I fly planes I fly planes I got my 10,000 hours just let, let me fly this plane Jack is like, uh, no, I don't believe you. Just let me fucking fly the plane. So eventually, Carter's like, yeah, fly the plane. But as Moses starts to fly the plane, the plane runs out of fuel because the fuel tanks have been shot. Yeah. And then, because the fuel tanks have been shot, the plane slowly, well, not slowly, the plane basically has to do a crash landing and they crash in the middle of the desert over the edge of a cliff and they have to balance the balance the um, plane correctly or they'll fall off the edge of the cliff and um, yeah so they get to the back of the plane and then they jump off it and as they jump off it the plane goes over the edge of the cliff and blows up pretty much and then they're walking through the desert and uh, Moses, he's like, I need to go pee. And then Jack Carter's like, I actually need to piss right now. I'm dying for a piss. So hopefully we can finish this up soon so I can go pee. Uh- 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. And he's like, cops like, nah, just hold it. Uh, just pee your pants. And then Moses is like, I'm not going to piss my pants. I haven't pissed my pants since I was uh, 24. Which I thought was a very funny line. Probably the funniest line in this whole movie. Um... Yeah, I'm sorry about this. Really, really sorry if anybody's still uh, still here. I understand that this is boring, and but we we, we got to get an episode out uh, weekly to keep that schedule going. We're never gonna miss a week. Eighty-two weeks in a row, probably more by that, but we will never, ever, ever miss a week. But yeah, after walking through. Um, the desert for a while they eventually find a hotel run by a guy named Charlie um, Charlie's a bit of a porn addict like there's porn in all the rooms and his and then uh, Rose is like oh how about you and your wife make me a salami sandwich and uh, you be the two pieces of bread and I'll be the salami in the middle and then yeah this guy Charlie is just a bit of a home dog so, uh, the only room available is the honeymoon suite, so Moses and, um, Moses and Keats goes to the honeymoon suite, uh, Moses decides to take a shower, and in the shower he is, uh, singing I Will Always Love You. Fun fact, most people think, uh, that's a Whitney Houston song, but originally I Will Always Love You was written and performed by, uh, Dolly Parton, country legend Dolly Parton, uh, Jolene's Dolly Parton, 9 to 5's Dolly Parton, Hannah Montana the series, Dolly Parton, fun fact. And then, after the shower, Moses tries to escape through the window, but he is caught by uh, Carter, Keats, Damon Wayans, his character, and because he tries to escape, Damon Wayans... Uh, handcuffs him to the toilet bowl. Um, as he's handcuffed to the toilet bowl, Dane Wayne goes to bed, and then 
Colton's men show up for another shootout. But because Carter's asleep, uh, Moses turns on. Uh, he, he grabs the remote with his feet and turns on the TV and puts the porn on. That's been on TV the whole time. Uh, full, full blast. Uh, full volume. And because the morning grows, the morning is so loud, it wakes up Damon Wayans' character. And then he is saved because as he wakes up, gunshots start and he goes under the bed. Um, so yeah, Colton's around there shooting up the place. Um, Moses and Keats, they escape with the help of Charlie. Charlie is the, he, he's the motel manager. So they jump in his car and then they have another car chase like through the woods. And because Charlie knows the woods like the back of his hand, he manages to trap Colton's men in different traps uh, around the woods like quicksand and he makes people drive off the edge of the cliff and whatnot. And then there's, there's a line in this bit and Keats, uh, Carter, he, he says to Charlie, like, Charlie, have you got a Woody whilst doing this? And Charlie's like, no, I had that beforehand. So yeah, Charlie is just completely erect in this scene for the entire thing, which I thought, again, was quite funny. Um, after the motel, they, they go to a garage. Yeah, they dropped off at a garage and uh, Carter rings his uh, rings his precinct and he mentions the name of one of his bosses. I can't remember his name, but Colton is like, uh, no, Moses is like, oh, I, I, I remember every name uh, in in Colton's book. I think uh, the guy you just spoke to might be a mole and the guy on the inside for for Colton and Carter's like, nah, don't be so stupid. That, that's not a thing. And then um, they, they arrange to get picked up. So two FBI agents pick them up the following day. And one of these um, one of these uh, agents is called like Derek something. I can't remember what it was. Um, Derek. Agent Gentry, I think his name was Derek, uh, Daryl Gentry, and um, so they get picked up by Daryl Gentry and another agent, and then um, Moses is like, Gentry, Gentry, I know that name, Carter, I know the name Gentry, and then it clicks that, oh shit, maybe he does know, know all, all the names in the book, so Carter just punches Gentry in the head, and then Keats and then Moses and Carter basically just throw these guys out of the car and then take the car back to their original precinct. Um, yeah, then uh, Carter rings up in the precinct. Carter rings up his girlfriend Tracy and who's on the phone? Dun dun dun, it's Colton. So Colton uh, like, uh, if you want to have your girlfriend back, you got to bring me Moses. And then, um, 
that Cox was like, yeah, okay, I can do that, whatever. But he wasn't actually planning on doing that. It was going to be a little ruse and a little bait and switch kind of uh, situation. So Carter grabs Moses from his cell. I think I, I don't think I've skipped much here. And then um, as they're running, uh, as they're trying to escape, well, not escape, as they're walking out of the precinct, they run into Captain Jensen. And then, and then Moses is like, Jensen. Jensen's in the book. I remember that fucking name. Jensen's in the book. He's a mole. He's a mole. So, uh, so Carter, who now believes Moses, because they had a conversation about how Moses never lies, because he's actually quite a good guy, despite the despite the um, uh, crime that he does and the drug smuggling. So. Carter believes Moses and punches Jensen on the side of the head and then they escape and then as they escape a, a bunch of cops are running after running after them and one of these coppers are Alan Covert which I think I should mention because Alan Covert he's a very good friend of Adam Sandler and he pops up in all of these movies I think this is movie number using Going Overboard he was in I don't know. He was in Going Overboard. He was in... Airheads. He was in Happy Gilmore as old Bob Dog. And now he's back in this. And he pops up all the time. So yeah, that's the Alan Coburn seg segment of our podcast. Um, but yeah, then they go to a strip bar. And then... Carter's like, oh yeah, Moses, by the way, let's go save Tracy, but I gotta, I gotta hand you over. And he's like, no, what the fuck? And then he's like, yeah, okay, let's do an old bait and switch. So they go to uh, Colin's house, and then, um, and, and they pretend to comply with Colin's demands, um, and somebody pulls a gun, and then there's a big shootout, a bunch of people die again. This movie is basically just shit scenes, then a shootout, shit scenes, then a shootout, shit scenes, then a shootout, shit scenes, then another shootout. The wind is very strong, so you probably can't hear anything that I'm saying. Um, but yeah, then Jack has his gun out. And then, dun dun dun, turns out Tracy stabbed him in the back and she was working for Colton the entire time. And then, um, yeah, so she's like, yeah, you son of a bitch, uh, I got close to you because I, I knew that you were a cop and you needed this Moses guy and I knew you were friends with him. So, everything I did was a lie. I worked for Colton on the, on the inside. And then Jack's like, oh, well, why you got to do this, lady? Um, hurt my feelings and then Moses comes out of nowhere and he hits the gun out of Tracy's hand and um, picks it up and then Tracy might get shot I don't know Tracy uh, somebody goes to shoot Carter uh, Moses jumps in front of the bullet then so, uh, Colton goes to shoot Carter again and then Moses just shoots Colton 
Cotton in the head and kills him. Just kills him dead. Um, then he grabs the book. Grabs Carter's book, I think. Yeah, he grabs Carter's book, gives it to the to uh, no, grabs Colton's book, gives it to Carter, and he's like, all the names you need are in this book. And then Carter's like, oh, thanks. I'm going to let you do a runner and not come after you. You, you saved my life, you're a hero, pretty much. And then he's like, what are you going to do with your life? He's like, I'm going to go, and then Moses is like, I'm going to go to Mexico and become a bull, bullfighter. They're paid pretty well. Uh, and then you're like, oh, cool. And then the end of the movie is Moses, he's in Mexico with his mother, and Carter comes to visit him, and he's a successful bullfighter. The end, I think. I think I covered more stuff then. Like, honestly, it was such a nothing movie. Not much happened. It wasn't very funny. It's not as good as what we've had before. It's not as bad as what we've had before. But yeah. It's just not. There's not really much to it. I understand why. Why this bombed and why nobody. Nobody really thought that it was a good idea to do. But yeah, honestly, it's, it's kind of shit. Um, so our, our rating system on this uh, on this podcast is how. How many sandbags out of ten, and what kind of flood could those sandbags stop? Um, I can't really remember my ratings from before, but I'm probably gonna give this movie like a 4.1, a 4.1 out of ten, and the kind of flood this uh, uh, my sandbags could stop is blood of is any liquid in this movie I'm trying to think mm. I don't think there is um, oh it could stop the flood of kebab juice that uh, that's at the start of uh, that's coming off the kebab at the start of the movie or, or the flood of uh, certain sources that you put in your kebab. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. They can, uh, my 4.1 sandbags can uh, stop the flood of sweet chili sauce that you add to your kebab after a night out. A um, couple of pieces of trivia for this movie off the top of my head and uh, goofs that I can try to remember. Um, there's a sequel to this movie that came out two years ago. It, uh, again, Apparently not very good. It was directed DVD. I can't remember who stars in it, but it's called Bulletproof 2. And Sandler and Wayans' character—they've both been uh, recast by uh, two D-list celebrities actors. Um, piece of trivia I've got here is Ice T was originally supposed to star in this movie instead of. Wayans, but Wayans, he, he, he's an SNL alumni as well. I think he was on it for one season in, in the 80s. And um, he came back to host SNL in like 95, 94. And I'm suddenly like, oh, I want to do a movie with you. And then 
this script came across uh, Sandler's table and he was like, oh yeah, me and Williams, we, we can do this, it'll, it'll be perfect for us. So that's how this movie came to me. Um, Dan Aykroyd, he plays a character called Dr. Keats in Fifty First Dates. I wonder if uh, I wonder if they're related in some way, even though Keats is a made-up name in this movie. And Dan Aykroyd and Damon Wayans, they do not look similar. So maybe they're not related. I don't think they are, but it opens up the uh, possibilities to a Sandler, Sandler universe that uh, that's what's shown throughout most of these movies. Um, and then uh, another piece of trivia I have here is, although James Caan was a drug lord in this movie, ironically, he did campaigns against anti-drugs. So... The service is just up, up ahead, so I'm, I'm going to pull over for a pee and uh, end, this, end this thing. But yeah, acting, I guess. James Conn in this movie loved drugs. James Conn in real life, not a big fan of drugs. And then um, the bunch of goofs in this movie were shit. Like, there was a goof, and it was like, uh, one of the policemen had long hair, but the LAPD doesn't allow long hair on men. So, this is inaccurate, and then just stupid shit that nobody cares about, apart, of, apart from the people who look for IMDB goofs. Um, yeah, I think that's, that, that's me done. Sorry that it's uh, been such a strange episode, such a shit episode. I tried my best to remember most of this movie off the top of my head. I did manage to get some notes uh, notes up towards the end to help me out, but yeah, it was a, it was a pretty shit, so yeah, I'm just pulling into the services now, and I'll park up, and then um, we'll end this thing, if you want, uh, leave us a five star review on Apple Podcast and Spotify, we, we've had a couple of uh, reviews this week that I was going to read out but we'll keep those until next week so leave a five star review and um, write something nice or write whatever the fuck you want and we'll read it out on the podcast um, follow us on our Instagram and our Twitter that's where you're going to keep up to date with us and our latest episodes at So Sandlerous Pod if you want um, to get in contact send us an email at so sandlerspod at gmail.com my name is Terry Jones a movie next week which is probably the last time this is probably the last time we can do something like, like this our movie next week is the wonderful wedding singer with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore the people who I believe are more in love more in love than anybody else on this planet so looking forward to that one but yeah apart from that thank you for sticking to the end thank you for giving this a chance i'm sorry it's shit i know it's not very funny there's no matt here to make me laugh matt's not here for me to make him laugh this movie was dog shit 
fuck this movie. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.